You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Welcome to episode 21 of the 515 Podcast. Jason Priestmeyer here with John Wayne McMahon. John, how are you doing since I last asked you this question? Uh, hungry. Oh man, me too. <laughs> I don't know why. But, I see you. I'm automatically yeah. thinking of fajitas. And that's right. That's a bad. Place no fajitas to be. for me tonight. But um, I'm good. I'm ready to ready right. to do this. Well, we're here to. You're you're going to introduce us. Yes. I'm putting this all on you. Good. To the new um, sermon series called the Watchmaker or Watchmaker. Yes. And I'm really interested. What in the world are you talking about? What does a watchmaker have to do with anything? So I, I challenge you all, not why, if you're driving and listening to this, don't do it right now, but I challenge you all to YouTube um, something I've, I found. I think it's called, like, if you YouTube the most complicated watch in the world, and it shows people making, it shows the process. Okay, it's like a 10-minute yeah. video. You don't yeah. have to watch the whole thing to get the point. But there's just extreme detail that goes into making a watch. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of pieces. And this watchmaker idea, as we talk about a series about how God um, crafts each one of us to have spiritual gifts, but also the body of Christ to have spiritual gifts, unique gifts, so that we uh, can let his um, let him be known in the world and bring his message into the world. Um, God is a watchmaker in that sense. And and individually I'm a watch with a lot of intricate Mm -hmm. uh, pieces and things that go into it that God has spent time and design but also the body of Christ is a watch right like as God has spent time to craft and the cool thing is really a watchmaker is an artist they're an artisan and they're moving and creating and the cool thing about God too is that he doesn't just make this watch one time and step away but he's continually working on us and transforming us and changing us and forming us for what is in front of us and what we what what his kingdom is about in this world. And um, so I think that's really cool as we look at spiritual gifts and we talk about um, the power that God gives us to his Holy Spirit um, to have true power, to mm-hmm. to truly live into the calling that we see in the Acts, um, to be about prophecy and healing, uh, to be about hospitality and teaching and preaching and all of those things. And so anyways, I'm really excited about this series. That's kind of a, a whet your appetite. Yeah. The, the series will work work this way this past week um was kind of a foundation that i needed to say out loud and we needed to say out loud that god still gives gifts that we are all gifted not just the seminary trained pastors but Mm -hmm. all of us have been given gifts to be a part of the common good to be a part of what god's doing in the world and that's a beautiful story and we should see that push because it happens in acts at the very beginning he tells them to wait wait for my power to come and then you will be my witnesses throughout all the world right jerusalem judea samaria and and to the ends of the earth and we are a part of that uh that journey we're we're in this open-ended movement and so we need to be uh more expecting and more excited about what God can do in us. And I think a lot of times we can fall a little short of that. So this is, that was week one, week two, um, this coming Sunday, we'll look at the specific gifts. There's, there's three different lists. There's a list in Romans, uh, chapter 12, Ephesians chapter four really talks about the offices like apostleship and, and, um, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, uh, first Corinthians, which we started on, but the rest of that text, first Corinthians chapter 12 has another list. And so really, um, you've got, uh, Paul writing all of these. Most of the time, what we do as scholars is we bring those together 
together. We see where they kind of overlap and, and really they give us the full picture when they're held together of what all the spiritual gifts are. Some churches and some denominations and some theological perspectives will differentiate in places, but for the most part, those three places gives us those gifts. So week two, we'll talk about that. Okay. What does the gift of prophecy mean? And how does that work in our day and age? Uh, what is uh, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues yeah. that Paul writes about all the time? Healing, the gift of healing, does that still exist? Do we still see that around? Yeah. Uh, teaching, hospitality, even compassion, and all of those. We'll look at those things. Then week three, we talk about how do we um, how do we see where our gifts can be used? And we, a lot of times, I think that God gives us, gifts us in a way that our spiritual gifts will line up with passions that we have in this world. Mm -hmm. So one of my hopes is to have some people on this podcast that talk about their calling and how they, they take their spiritual gifts and put that into play and what they do and how their passions meet up with that. Um, And then the last week we're going to talk about actually serving, like jumping in uh, all in to that. Um, and, and seeing how all that plays out in our context and in the greater context around the, around the world. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. So you know, I love on. guests on the podcast. Yeah. So I, I do, I do. Cause you get to like chill and I just do ask questions and make faces. Sit at on my phone and just listen to you. <laughs> he didn't do that. I don't do that. Um, but I'm also excited about hearing, um, and it sounds like week three is the one I really want to tune in on, but how people can realize their own gifts mm-hmm. where as where before they might not recognize them, but other people might recognize them in there yeah. in them. Yeah. So I really am going to kind of look forward to, to hear about that. Yeah. It's really important. Like we've already had, um, so, uh, we, we've talked about spiritual gifts with our staff a little bit, and we'll we'll say more about this in a minute. But um, we've already had people ask, like, well, how do I, you know, how do I know these gifts, um, and how would I how do I differentiate what what my top gifts are and things like that? Yeah. And there's no really easy tool. There's no like Bible survey we can pull out of the yeah. you know, appendix in the back of the <laughs> Bible and say this was from Paul. I wrote it thousands of years oh, ago. So yeah, yeah. Just just check this and score yourself and yeah. wherever you're at. Um, that would be great. But you know, we wouldn't have had to have looked for one so hard this week. Oh, but okay. uh, I understand. But anyways. It's in community, right? It's like part of me, part of the Christian journey is becoming more self-aware that sin has caused me to not know who I am. And so like part of my journey is learning about me and learning about what God has created in me. And so that's part of the spiritual gifts, but also that journey of being self-aware comes with community. So people help okay. me to know who I am. Yeah. And so um, community helps and friendships and stuff like that. And so we've already heard a lot of you people that may be listening right now already trying to take these spiritual assessments and like try to figure out what your gifts are <laughs> like right away. And so hold, hold on, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, which I, I guess it's a perfect segue to go ahead and tell is, you. Now, is this like one of those tests you had to take in high school to say you're gonna be a janitor a ditch digger or, or what, what is this <laughs> no no this is a little different this one concentrates on on spiritual gifts not on jobs or roles actually we're going to add another layer to that but let me let me just tell you what's going to happen okay um next week after we talk about specific spiritual gifts in our sermon we're going to roll out a spiritual assessment tool an online thing that will run through our website and we'll send out links uh, via constant contact emails social media and it'll be on our website and we'll tell you more about it sunday and in the podcast next week Uh 
where you can take, it takes about 10 or 15 minutes to take this test and it helps you to kind of differentiate between um, the gifts. And so at the end of it, it'll rank spiritual gifts. So you can kind of know what your top two or three spiritual gifts are, uh, which is a really cool thing. And so we were going to do that throughout the whole congregation and we're going to encourage everybody to do that. And then what we're going to do is we're going to identify some service opportunities, some um, ways in which you listening at home and and others and and, uh, anybody that could be listening to this or participating in this series could then um, get involved in ministry in this way. It could range from Sunday school teacher all the way to greeter on on Sundays or helping in in the kitchen for some of our nightly meals. Mm -hmm. Or um, it could be uh, being involved in some of our missions, Oasis Ministries, the Foster and Adoptive Care, to Society St. Stephen's. It could look at all that. So we're trying to identify all these positions mm-hmm. um and i just did an air quote like you're all watching me but these pos- like these job description positions we're right. trying to identify those and then determine what the spiritual gifts are that go with them so when you at home billy bob fill out this assessment and it tells you your top gifts we also get to see your top gifts and we can make suggestions for you about some places you're in um, so that may that's going to do a few things, right? For the person that's looking to get more involved, it's a, that's a great on ramp for that. Yeah. For the person that's already involved in stuff, it may be no wonder it's been so hard for me to teach Sunday school to kids because maybe it doesn't line up with yeah, where okay. I'm gifted, uh-huh. and so maybe I would be more aligned to do something over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to give you energy. That's going to line up with your passion. That's going to that's going to bring life instead of taking it away. And thank God you were serving so willingly in a place that maybe it wasn't just right. Yeah. And so um, we're excited about that. I think that it would be really, really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And so then after this series is stewardship, where we talk about um, how we steward our gifts that is both financial financially and spiritually and physically to the church and to what God's called us. And so part of that will not only be a financial piece, but it'll also be a service piece on how we're getting involved in life of the church. I'm really excited about the next like eight weeks. It's okay. going to be fun. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear more about uh, kind of towards the end of that. What, you know, we'll start seeing that the realization of that actually come into fruition. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And in, in our prayer and kind of goal behind this series is like, as a pastor, I am called first and foremost to equip the saints of the church. Okay. So I'm called to help help you, everyone listening, and Jason, yeah. to find their giftings and to be able to be a part of the body of Christ in a unique way. And we all join in God's mission by playing different roles in that. And so that's my that's my first calling before preaching and yeah. all that stuff. That is my first calling is um or or one of my primary callings, let me put it that way, is to help equip the saints. And so um that's why this is so important for us and and I think will be a huge impact on our church moving forward. I know there's people who are listening yeah. who have for a period of time, year months, years said I wish there was something I can do. I'd like to do something, but I just don't know what that looks like or what that would be. I have been a member of this church for 20 years and only very recently started doing volunteering in in the vine, doing doing AV stuff. Right. That was kind of my foot in the door, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know if there was a 
an assessment like this before and I missed it or I took it and I don't know. I it's don't... been a, it's been a while since the church has done it. We haven't done it since I've been there. But but you're right, Jason. It's really good because one of the things that happens to us a lot of time is somebody comes up to me after a church after we've had a crazy morning. They oh, go, yeah. hey, free services. Well, and yeah, <laughs> and they say, hey, I really want to help. I yeah. really want to do something. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you need help with anything. Yeah. And like, okay, well. It's not your fault, but I can't figure out how to find the right place for you to serve because we don't have that foundation, that tool built. Right. And so our hope and prayer is that we begin to build that, that yeah. all of the ministries take a moment to address what the what the volunteers are and what God's calling our ministries to do. And now we'll have like a, a way to look at, okay, here are all the things that I have that kind of line up with hospitality. Mm-hmm. And this person scores high on hospitality. And so I can go to this person that scores high on hospitality and go, we can do Sunday greeter. Yeah. Uh, you can help with the next step luncheon because we're feeding new visitors. You can help to be on the call team because you're reaching out to visitors via phone yeah. and say, hey, I hope you enjoyed the church and things like that. All these different options that can come from it. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I think I'd say as, as we wrap this up uh, is that the challenge for me and, and what I conveyed Sunday, I hope you heard the sermon or go back and listen to either uh, Chris or my sermon from Sunday. Um, but my goal or my prayer through that sermon is that we would address the ways that we are living a spiritless, powerless life. Because I, I joked on Sunday, if my name were to pop up in the book of Acts, <laughs> it would look like a glaring mistake. Right. And it's because a lot of times I live a life that doesn't match up with what the promises are of the, the good book, of the good news, uh-huh. of, of the Bible. Francis Chan, I quoted him Sunday, but another part of his book talks about if someone were to... If someone were to read the Bible before they ever came to church, if they were to read the Bible and to see all the things that the Spirit's doing, mm-hmm. and then they were to come to some of our churches, wouldn't they be a little confused? Yeah. Right? Like, wouldn't it kind of not match up and line up with what's going on? And the challenge is, because Kingwood United Methodist is one of the most remarkable churches I've ever seen, much less been a part of, and we're already following the Spirit and being very faithful in many, many different ways. Mm-hmm. But the challenge is... Will we be so expectant to do the bold and unthinkable? Will we trust in the Holy Spirit that He can truly fill us for healing and prophecy, mm-hmm. that He can truly fill us for teaching and, and apostleship that will break down barriers and do really God things? Not things that John Wayne can dream up on his own, but really God things. And that's kind of my hope and, and desire is that throughout this sermon, maybe the one thing, rather than getting the right spiritual gift assessment or finding the right service, the one thing that comes out of this for me at least is for us to be praying for more because God is the God of more and the Holy Spirit desires to fill us more and more each day. And so I just want us to desire that. It's been the prayer of my heart and I hope it's the prayer of the rest of us is that um, we would continue to be changed and marked by the Holy Spirit in ways that are are just stinking miraculous. And and that's what I hope and and long for for our church, that we could be a part of an awakening uh, in the church in the United States or wherever it is. But right now we have to focus on us as a church. And that means I have to focus and you have to focus as an individual for the Holy Spirit to continue to fill you and change you. Okay. I think that gives us a great uh, introduction to this series and, and what we can expect throughout the sermons and then the assessment and then kind of what that turns into and 
how we apply that yeah down the road yeah right, i um, think we put a bow on it all right i'm looking forward to it all right talk to y'all soon